0: You're listening to WrestlingTradingCards.com
1: We are good to go so uh this is gonna be our first round table meeting i guess we're gonna go a round table meeting um i have a list of things to talk about guys uh so mm-hmm. we got charles chuckster Chuck. got paul <laughs> and we got adam and uh which is great because i wasn't really expecting a whole lot of people I, people always say they want to come on but they don't come on <laughs> um but i've got a list of things that we could over time discuss things we're not going to discuss all of them now um we have, like, in the future, we could do set release breakdowns if you want to as a group. Um, whatever you guys feel comfortable with. We could talk about, obviously, the big topic is rookies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could do, you know, indie versus major releases. Uh, we could talk about, uh, you know, individually, talking about how you store your collections. People always have interesting ways of storing their collections. Um, we could talk about the WTC donation card if you guys are up for that. Um you know, do you want to do it now or later kind of thing? Uh, and then, um, one thing that kind of caught my eye the other day, I was checking out, uh, someone had posted on one of our posts, uh, on the Facebook page about how they don't care for tops anymore because they Mm -hmm. don't like, um, basically fakes. There's fake relic cards and fake autograph cards Mm -hmm. uh, from their UFC line. And they believe that their WC, uh, WWE stuff is also fake so mm-hmm. we could talk about that i mean anything you guys want to talk about
2: so <laughs> what do you <laughs> they consider fake are you talking about the manufactured relics or correct yeah yeah i love those things i
0: love
1: them well A i mean, I love them too them, but, but mm-hmm. uh, this guy are the
0: actual, actual
1: pieces of the mat are the you actual know, pieces of the yeah. mat are the actual piece of someone's event worn shirt or is it just something that's mm-hmm. from the wwe shop zone i mean Who's to say? I mean, really, who's to say? At,
0: I can't look at my Sable autographs the same way anymore, Tony. After what I'm you told sorry, me, I'm sorry, man. You I, know, I, you know. I, I, I question some of this stuff too. You know, I, I posted something a couple of weeks ago on Twitter of uh, 20 Christie the autograph cards that a guy sold mm-hmm. me once for 10 bucks for 20 of this is the same autograph. I've come across stuff that I've wondered. Like, if you look at a card from Fleer and a card from Topps 10 years later, and you look at the mat. It looks like it's exact same. Like some of these mm-hmm. things you got to wonder, did they really get the mat that they said from this event? Did they really cut a piece of clothing from this superstar at this point? But who knows?
1: You, I mean, you saw my the, the discussion we had with Jeff Zapata, so when he started working for Tops, he worked for him for 13 mm-hmm. years. He was there during the WCW stuff and he worked on the first five or six WWE licensings when they in 2005, 6 and 7. Um, and he would he said that, you know, they bring in this gigantic piece of, of mat you know I'll ring mat that was cut but then again it's just coming from wwe to them how do they know it's legit or not
3: mm-hmm.
2: if it's just a black piece of shirt i'm not real real happy with just a black piece of shirt but if it was like a multicolored piece that kind mm-hmm. of interests me but you can get cut any kind of black piece of shirt and put it in a card and that really means nothing to me you yeah. got to have some kind of put put the picture of the wrestler wearing that shirt and then some kind of a little cut out of to verify that it really was from the shirt that he's wearing.
1: It's strange over uh, the years how sometimes they pick a certain image for a card. And like, I think there's a couple of them like with, shows like Chris Jericho, it's like a piece of his shirt, but the picture of him on the card, he's got no shirt on, <laughs> he's just <laughs> in the ring.
0: <laughs> well, the picture of the card often doesn't mat- match with the correct
1: the Exactly. And the ring
2: mats, I don't mind if they're the oversized and they're actually autographed on the mat, but there's so many ring mat cards out right now that Mm-hmm. You can get them for five bucks. I mean, you know? get, a piece, yeah. you get a little
1: piece like this to go into cards like that, but you're getting mm-hmm. a a piece of slab, you know, you know, four mm-hmm. feet by five feet, whatever it is like. you can make a lot of freaking cards out of that. <laughs> yeah well yeah. That,
0: that, it, it's two things. It's not are they necessarily uh, legit, but Chuck, you're gonna agree with me because you and I we share with the same thought on this, but there's too many of them. like I when I was doing sort of the flip throughs before the tops now stuff, Chuck, that you provided me, there was, uh, nine major tops releases last year right so that's nice. nine in a year so that's every month and a half you've got a widespread release that's going to have what 20 autographs 25 30 relics times that by nine how many mat cards and then figure that we've been collecting these things for 20 years now like how many black pieces of swatch how many gray uh, matte relics can there be so you that, guys, that you guys, that's you guys can build your own ring here.
1: now yeah
0: Yeah. yeah, (laughs) oh yeah i I could make three or four rings if i took all the little swatches and cut them and put them together (laughs) i like for me it doesn't matter they would
2: put little pieces of other other things into the card like they had the uh kurt angle milk milk carton thing Mm -hmm. i have a i have a dual image i think i have it up on my twitter account it's a dual image of a sting part of his shirt and then his baseball bat a a chunk out of his baseball bat it was a dual dual memorabilia card those little things are neat. And like the hurricane mm-hmm. thing that you have. And th- if they would throw something like that in once or twice a year and make it short printed to kind of give it a little mm-hmm. more value, so uh, people are really chasing chase. it. I love the chase.
3: There's Adam, a I, I, Adam what, is,
1: what is it you collect, Adam? I mean, you, do you collect all those ring mat cards? Do you care about them?
3: Yeah, I do. You know, one of these things I'm a completist, so it's really tough in general to, with all the parallel sets anyway. But for me, the ring mat cards, it really depends on, you know, I think I already knew that it wasn't really a part of the ring or wasn't a part of the shirt it's really the the numbered and the fact of which wrestlers on it and which parallel is it it doesn't matter to me i mean i, I will say you know tristar put out some great sting ones with the shirt and then pieces of its face paint sure which was pretty awesome you could tell you well just by looking at it that it came off. but the rel- the ring relic for me I, you know i look at that mat and go that thing's brand new so uh, guess, it really was was the cards. That's
1: why I like the old Fleer ones when you got uh, a whole series that had like big giant blood spots on it, so like mm-hmm. that. You know, well, <laughs> I I did a show in Toronto uh, years ago that Fan Expo uh, with uh, Lita and Trish, because I had worked with Lita for many years, and uh, so it was my first time working with Trish, and uh, they were doing together their Team Bestie thing. They just put out their first card, you know, that little trading card, their Team Bestie card. And uh, then afterwards, it's a really surreal moment for me. So I go back to the, my hotel room and then Trish comes and meets me at the hotel room, in my hotel room, and we're both sitting on the floor by the windows like that, the patio, like that, going through all the trading cards that her husband had collected so like that. And she had all these blank off the mat graph autograph cards like that. So she signed them for me on the actual ring mat themselves. because hmm. All her stuff that was from FLIR came on the top. So she signed some for me in the bottom. And I, I said, I'll take this one and this one because one has a lot of She goes, that's blood? Like, that's a lot of blood in there. She goes, oh, that's gross. And so she said, <laughs> but I, those ones were kind of cool because the top stuff, of course, we live in a PG era now, so it's not going to be that kind of stuff on there anyways.
3: Yeah.
1: But the, this guy named Scott had wrote when we did, uh, we had uh, posted Mike's uh, column about the uh, transcendence, which is, that's a whole conversation by itself. Yeah, they're
0: going to be started on that.
1: <laughs> Uh, he, uh, he posted, he says after the numerous issues reported by, with UFC autograph and memorabilia cards, not to mention the lies told about the digital signings for the trading card app, I don't trust tops anymore. I don't recall any articles being talked about or anything talking about uh, the lies. Do you guys have read anything about that before the lies? You, yeah. Paul, Paul, if you can start, uh, anything that you remember, uh, have you heard anything about tops or anybody, have you heard any, writing any articles about there being some kind of a controversy about fake cars being produced by tops? I mean, fake stuff. No, not by tops. I would reckon that that would be one of their
0: major concerns is to make sure everything they put out is legitimate or as legitimate as they can have it. But, you know, uh, I have my thoughts on transcendent. That doesn't really talk about, uh, doesn't really speak to the legitimacy of, of what, what it is. Like I, I decided last, last, uh, last year I didn't go for any of it. It was just too expensive. You know, it's just crazy. 12 grand mm-hmm. for a case. And, um, I thought, okay, just because I have all the base sets, I'm going to try and get just the base set from this new release. That's 750 bucks, and then I was chasing down the Vince Auto. auto, And Michael correctly said the other day, it's just a V; it doesn't look like anything. Yeah. And that was two Mm -hmm. grand. So I mean, you know, it's I just can't justify that kind of pricing. I'm sure there's people in the basketball worlds and baseball worlds that pay those that kind of price for premium product, but Mm -hmm. I just don't get it. And I agree with what Michael said on your last show 100%. You can't just put a gold border on something and say that it's worth 10 times as much. You yep. know, so maybe that's not tops making counterfeit cars, but that's tops cheating in my mind, you know, like, mm-hmm. hang on. What, what do you make? Where's the value in, in, in this money that you're charging? Because there's not going to be secondary value after the fact, like 10 years from now. I'm not going to hold a transcendent card and say, OK, this
1: base card is worth 20 bucks. It's just not going to be the case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Adam, uh, uh, have I mean, you collect the other sports cards like that, too, or just wrestling?
3: Oh yeah, I've I've collected baseball football, so, you know do, for years. Do
1: you remember in the in the early '90s? I mean, I, I don't know how old you are. I'm 50, so I mean, uh, no, in the I'm 32. N- <laughs> in, in the early '90s, I mean, uh, you know, NBA Hoops put out a, a you know put a shit ton mm-hmm. of product. Uh, yeah. There was a lot of controversy. I know it was NBA Hoops for the, the Shaquille O'Neal autographs. Or, no, mm-hmm. all the all the all the college people who and like majority of them never even signed it. it. Was somebody else signed it for them? Like some kind of a, mm-hmm. a rep did. So yeah. I, I remember hearing about that and reading about that, mm-hmm. but I've never heard mm-hmm. or read anything about any of the UFC or the wrestling stuff from top because they have those licenses being mm-hmm. of like bogus. Have you heard anything about mm-hmm.
3: that? Uh, just, just online like this, you know, I haven't seen any, you know, there hasn't been any CNN articles or anything like that on it. You know, I, you talk about the NBA hoops. I mean, you know, that was something that I, that I definitely knew about back then. And but, to be honest with you, even as a kid, I went, I didn't think these guys signed them at all. I mean, <laughs> I cannot see sitting there, you know, for one of 250, I'm going to sit there and sign 250 cards with a perfect signature. I just don't see f- people physically being able to do that. So maybe it's just the assumption. You know, for me, it's really about what happened to the days when there you, the chance of buying a 50-cent pack and getting an unbelievable card. You go back to the transcend- transcendent. Well, I know somebody paid 12 grand for that case. It's yep. like cheating. So that's kind of where I'm at now. I, see, I, don't, I, I always go back to the fact that I just don't expect this thing to be real unless I'm standing there. That's just one of my that's just my opinion yeah. on it.
1: Well I can tell you that uh, sitting for some like the Leaf products, the first couple of releases of Leaf, the Jericho cards that Leaf ended up getting like that, I negotiated that deal with Jericho. I got okay. those I got those stickers done. Now I wasn't present when he signed them, but I know the person mm-hmm. who did it from uh, from the company that did it. But I sat with Demolition when they signed theirs. I sat mm-hmm. with them. I have some, somewhere in a box over there, I still have like, you know, I just have a blank here, blank here for me. Sat with Scott Steiner while he signed his. I mean, I sat with these guys and watched them sign <laughs> them. I remember yeah. I, I sat there with, uh, with David Porter with me when we did um, when we were signing, the, did the ones with Demolition. I was helping out uh, from American Icon Autographs, great company, mm-hmm. Sean Jacoby's an uh, awesome guy. Um, and I sat there with those guys and Barry is sitting there just signing goes, Tony, I, I can't feel my arm anymore. <laughs> it's like, he just kept signing it. But I said, Well, you signed the contract to sign yeah. you know, X amount of product in, in 90 <laughs> minutes, and here you are. So I yeah. know that I know majority of things are legit. I know mm-hmm. they are. But like you said, these guys, you can't see them sitting there going like Dusty Rhodes, as an example, at, at TNA mm-hmm. set. It's mm-hmm. hard to find full Dusty Rhodes signatures from TNA. But mm-hmm. you'll mostly find that that DR, DR, DR. Because mm-hmm. that was towards the end of him signing all that stuff, just getting getting it done, just getting it done. Yeah. So that first you know, 30, 40, 50 cards or whatever it was he signed, it, it, Dusty Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes. Mm-hmm. But I mean I know the majorities are legit. I just – I haven't heard anything. When I see comments made like this, uh, it makes me like, whoa, I didn't read anything. I, did I miss something? I mean not that I'm on yeah. top of everything, but – has there been articles or there been uh, assumptions that these things are not are bogus? Yeah. I, I agree with what you guys more about like the transcendent makes me I just pay 12 mm-hmm. grand, I get everything. I'm done. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Yeah. I got everything. Um, so there's really no thrill to chase there. It's just I buy it I got it.
0: Um, so who got huh? <laughs> yeah. who's got 12 grand? Who's got 12
1: grand? Apparently someone do because they sell out, and that's always been the thing about manufacturers. I've always wanted to try to help, like when we first started WTC, and I talked about this on an episode before, we wanted them to go ahead and throw like a WTC1 numbering on the back of a promo card and just kind of help promote the product. But these guys don't give a rat's ass about any, any, any manufacturer, and nothing against them. So they don't care because they produce a product, they package it. They take their orders from distributors. They send out distributors. As long as it clears the Tops warehouse, the TriStar warehouse, whoever, it's a sellout. It's, it's sold out. Guys. It's done. I don't care anymore because it's sold. Now it's the distributors, the car dealers, and the third-party you know party sellers to go and, and, and do their business. So why would they want to promote that way? Mm-hmm. They don't care. So uh, – I don't know. I, I just, uh, I think it's an interesting topic to bring up. I just saw it last yeah. night when that guy made a, a post actually it was, I was two days
0: ago. Tony, uh, the other day, <clears throat> I couldn't find it, but I have a memory. And I think it was with the tri-star sets of having two of the same serial number on a card, like having two, three of tens. And I remember laughing at that and I should have kept it, but I have a very distinct memory. I was looking for it on the weekend when I was doing some of the recording and I couldn't find it, but I remember that seeing two, three of tens and thinking, Oh,
1: here we go. That's why I for, for, for my car, my wife goes, well, why don't you just go ahead and hand number them and, and start the process quicker? Because when I'm, I'm trying to talk to a printing company, when I am when I submit my order, most printing companies want you to buy minimum of 25 cards or 100 cards, whatever it is. Now, the, the base card of, of the Kevin Nash autograph we're going to be doing, the base card is unsigned. Yeah, I'll, I'll get 100 of those print off, no problem. That's no problem. But when I'm going to be Photoshopping on the card itself, one of 25, two of 25, three of 25 obviously it's too expensive to foil stamp i just Mm -hmm. you know i I can't justify spending a lot of money doing that and hope for some kind of return to help pay because i got to cover the print costs first which are gonna be minimal hopefully and then just pay for the rest that goes to the site i don't care it all goes Mm -hmm. to the site we've never made wtc a profitable thing we tried thinking about doing advertisements some kind maybe we can do that someday down the road but any money made from that just goes right back to the site to keep it going um so i got to find when i go out and print I'm only going to print one of 25. That's one image. Two of 25. That's one image. <laughs> Three of 20. So I have to submit all those individual ones. So we won't have issues like hand numbering where someone can remove the ink because that can be done and then make their own one of whatever. Mm-hmm. Or um, I just don't like hand numbering. I've never liked hand numbering shit. So don't like it. But I, I, I wonder how something like that actually happens. I mean, FLIR sent me stuff that was unnumbered stuff of their numbered stuff back in the day. Right. Uh, yeah sent me unnumbered stuff and uh, of like the what was it that they had that last one at Divas set? They had that last Divas had no 05, oh 04. Yeah,
0: two of, they had two of fives
1: and the 15s, they had a couple yeah,
0: of yeah. ones at the end. So, what well, they, they had, had they had un,
1: they had unnumbered ones too, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's possible. I don't know how someone turned around and did, does three, three. <laughs> I, I guess, I mean, it
0: happens. How I ended up with 20 Christy Hemi cards, right? Like, mm. obviously, they weren't all inserted into packs. Someone suggested no. maybe. Maybe Tristar held them back to receive them later, but that's odd to me. That, you know. or, or maybe
1: Christie had them as well, because a lot of the talent I work with have a lot of cards sitting around. Right, like
0: you said with the Ray Mysterio brick. At one point, mm-hmm. you were holding a lot of his autographs. Now, yeah, if you did nothing with them, at one point, you could have sold them to me or anybody else. I should have, right?
1: you know, should have, could have, would have, man. Back in that day, yeah. I should just, like, made an offer to take the whole damn thing. Because <laughs> he signed some in red, some in black, some in, uh, some in blue. And, and those are my uh, nice words, too. Yeah, and it's like I couldn't believe – like it's like, the, uh, like you know, this card, you know, never got put in packs. You know, this PMS card mm-hmm. never got put in packs. She had a whole stack of them, probably like maybe 100 of them. Yes. It was one uh, – as a matter of fact, the fun story about that is that was the first time I worked with Kevin Nash. So will talk about 07, and uh, he we had a table, and she wasn't even scheduled. at Chiller Theater in New Jersey, and she wasn't even scheduled to be there. But Kevin tells a great, funny story about it where um, uh, reason why is like, well, he gave her half the table. So she has half the table. So here I am. I'm, I'm not supposed to work with her. I'm working with Kevin. And all of a sudden she has these, pulls out these eight by tens. Okay. It's okay. It's Trading cards. What the hell are these things? Really? Smack. I mean, they put out SmackDown for PMS card. Never seen it in my life. <laughs> there they are. She had a whole <laughs> bunch of them. I'm trying to track down the guys from comic games. I found the, uh, see, I I've had a good relationship with Alan Gordon over the years. Uh, and he's no longer, of course, comic image doesn't exist. But mm-hmm. uh, he's some some sort of a different agency. I found him, but I haven't reached out to him yet to see if he wants to talk about the old comic. Game. I want to talk to Ron Ferrari. Ron Ferrari was the editor of all the WW, WWF stuff back then for them. So he was the one that sent me that, uh, those um never before released uh, Divas promo cards from that comic images did.
2: Mm. Uh,
1: so, yeah, I guess... um we don't have an answer for these uh, this, this fake shit i guess
0: <laughs> i think that it would be more wide widely known like like it would yeah. be a big deal if tops all of a sudden got exposed on something like that not just wrestling on anything if it came out
1: that they were fraudulently uh, wouldn't there be couldn't there be like a, a legal action one because the back of the card mm-hmm. does say congratulations you have an authentic yeah. autograph card mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I
0: believe, I, I don't think that tops is doing anything nefarious there. If anything was going on, it could be after the fact on the secondary market, but I think that that's their stock and trade. I mean, the whole thing falls apart if, if they can't be trusted as a manufacturer.
1: Cause most of these things are like, you know, we did the stuff for leaf. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we had the talent sit there and before that, there was a company, at, I think it was, I think leaf bottom was called razor. Um, and they did a lot of sketch and autograph type cards. And I think I have some blanks over sitting over here. Um, they would do stuff where he had to sign a release form. Like they had to have a release from like, you know, you're, you're, you're doing these, uh, 10 sheets of 30 stickers per sheet and you're signing them. Uh, and then someone had to witness it and sign a witness right there. Not that that can't be faked as well. so like that, but you know, I hate trying to be the conspiracy theory kind of guy, but, uh, it just seems Mm -hmm. like, I mean, it's only one guy, but it just had me thinking that, Oh, does this exist in wrestling? So Mm -hmm. here we are talking about it. So, um, other concern
2: okay. about the uh, the
1: autographs. I
2: know we've talked about the sloppy signatures, and we did all that with mm-hmm. Michael Moore the other night. But yeah. another one, another one. I don't. I prefer the on-card autographs more often because when they do a sticker, so many people are signing so quickly, and they're running their name off the top or the Correct. bottom mm-hmm. of the sticker. Mm-hmm. I have a Gene hey, yeah, Oberlin right. that just looks like a bunch of lines because right. he's off the top and off the bottom. To me, that means nothing. I mean, I know he touched the sticker, and they stuck it on the card, but that that's horrible, the stickers. That's why I always go more for the on-card autographs. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well, on-card is tough because you, you end up having talent you never wants to sign them, so you get stuck with a card you made, and I totally get that, but uh, you think you want to confirm with people first, but uh, whatever. Let's see. Uh, we actually have some people asking some questions on right now. Well, David couldn't be with us this morning, so uh, Porto, but uh, he is, um, he's chatting away on, on our Facebook. <laughs> hey, David. Uh, he said, TriStar, in my opinion, was not quite on top of what they put out. I had several conversations trying to verify stuff, and they really couldn't verify uh, to me. They just told me whatever was on the sales sheet was what they released. <laughs> <laughs> and I do remember having those conversations. I, I, I a few times had – I think it's Jeff Rosenberg is the CEO for TriStar, And he was the person that I would talk to on the phone every once in a while about uh, uh, about products. And he would say, Well, we're excited about this. And it it was very, he was a nice guy, but always really just being a pitchman that kind of pitches upcoming product. But he could never confirm anything because he's got so much stuff going on. How can you confirm anything? You got to find the guy uh, who's actually part of it. Oh, scary. Okay. Well, it is scary, David. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you know, I think we're going to. I, I do want to talk about rookies, but I think we should mm-hmm. probably reserve it for a whole episode by itself one day for a round table. Cause that's going to be a long ass conversation, mm-hmm. I think. And I don't think we're ever going to get around to resolving anything with that. Cause everybody yeah, has a difference of the the opinions. Table. Yeah. Um, I remember David and I, I'll say this briefly and we'll move on to something else, but I remember David and I did put something out on WTC. It might still be up there in the uh, forums area where we have, what we determined what our definition of was of a rookie card. And it is a straight lift from Beckett's guidelines. And I think that's always been the benchmark and the guideline forever. Wrestling is so unique and different in that respect, because there's no multiple manufacturers putting out one season of, Mm -hmm. uh, of a, of a, company or a team it's no team uh so it's uh it's difficult to say you know what's this we have rookies and we have what's called extended rookies i mean Mm -hmm. we have uh there's reason why we have different definitions so i don't know i I, me personally i I get a little irritated when i see people putting up like the chromie cards which are gaming cards first off or Mm -hmm. those uh carnation cards which i'm sure they, they hold value those would never in a million years qualify as rookie cards to me period because they're gaming cards just straight up gaming cards that's the case Mm -hmm. i got a shit ton of raw deal cards that have first time people in it
0: sure sure (laughs) what i don't like is when tops themselves stamp it correct and you know you get it you get their tops night 2017 it says rookie card then you get the same performer on an nxt set that says rookie card well which one is it yeah because they'll have a card from 2015 (laughs) release another one 2017 telling me that because quite often it's not true
2: yeah. I have two Oscar cards that mm. they're just the base cards. They're marked as a rookie. They have the RC emblem. It's from two different sets in the same year. Yeah, exactly. And they both have Oscar, both have RC on it. Right. But so I'm obviously the first one that was released. I would consider that. But why, would, why wouldn't why would they pay more close attention to the detail <laughs> on those yeah. cards when they're doing that? Because it just ruined it for me on, on them marking
1: the rookie Designations
0: on i just don't like them marking them in general i don't think that top should
1: determine that you know especially newer stuff that's out right now because eh, the product is what it is right now but you know the market right now is really going after the you know the old hogans and the savages Mm -hmm. and things like that i mean those are those are big money cards those are legendary people hall of famers whatever the case may be but you know i I know that the value is in those 82 83 all-stars great Mm -hmm. i get it uh I just don't consider them rookie cards, any of them. It was a regional stuff. It was a magazine mm-hmm. order. It just doesn't fit the, the bill for, for what I consider rookie cards. I do consider the Hogan, you know, 85 tops. That's the rookie card. Um, does it hold more value than the old one? Hell no, it doesn't. I get it because um, mm-hmm. there's more of it. I don't know. It's again, we'll have a conversation for, you're right. Just, just, just we'll get into a whole show because we can, yeah. it any which way, you
0: know, like wrestlers are interesting because they have their stage name and their real name. And sometimes they sign differently. And yeah, we, we just,
1: like we just call it a person. I don't care. I mean, uh, you yeah. know, Paul can so call so, himself, so, so, Mr. Paul, a he can call himself big, bad Paul. He can call himself <laughs> Paul, uh, the destroyer. I don't give a shit. He's still Paul. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, you're right. Save this one for another time. No, because we can, we can go every which way on this.
1: You know? Yeah. Cause David just posted, uh David posted, uh, what the definition in our glossary section? He just posted up on Facebook. Of it's a long rant. You guys can read it, and everybody else can read it later. So like <laughs> that. What we define as a rookie, and so like that. But we'll go across it. Um, how I guess I got you guys on right now. We'll talk about the WCW donation card right now. I guess because um, we did a little bit off the air here about talking about. You know, I was talking with my wife. You know, she thinks I should probably start trying to get donations now. Even though I, ha- I don't have a card in hand, I like to deliver something when I have it in hand to give somebody right away right now i feel i'm I'm a month off from getting the Mm -hmm. whole process done like printed to me shipped to talent signed back to me and then out to people i'm at least a month out um Mm -hmm. do you guys care do you think people would care if i put up some kind of a button someplace now saying hey because now i'm kind of committing to something like well i don't know if if kevin's going to sign you know Mm -hmm. i have 38 scheduled for you know one of 25 one of tens. Uh, so number 25, tens, two, and one, that's 38 cards. Uh, and I might have some un- unnumbered one sign. If he, if he'll agree to sign more, I don't know. I have to have a conversation with Kevin to see how many he's willing to sign. That's going to determine, you know, uh, how many they're going to be. And I don't know what kind of price point to put on it based on donation stuff. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not straight selling them. Some people say, are you selling them? I'm not selling them. I'm just offering them up as a donation. If someone wants to donate a hundred dollars, is that going to be the top tier one? Is it going to be the one of one card? I, I have to prioritize those cards. How do you guys think mm-hmm. that'd be the best way to do that?
3: Well, uh, I think you, get, you got you definitely got to tier it. You know, I think much like a, a Patreon does for a lot of the the podcasts. You know, I think a one of one is. I mean, it's hard to put a value on that. Uh, you know, but I, that either that or having a button up during a chat during a, you know, a YouTube live chat or whatever something like that. You can donate five ten dollars. And right. for me, it's always been if it's kind of like a a bit of a like a kickstarter you can see the progress all the way through and if you donate a certain amount then you're guaranteed a card if not then you know that you're at least putting some money towards the process happening so you know updates i think is is great i mean i for me i i jump on it right now and i think a lot of people would there's there's so many people out there that collect not tops i guess is the best way to put it i don't collect tops or whatever this is a a, a big deal for them so I, yeah, I it, say, yeah. it would
1: be an ongoing thing. I, I don't mm-hmm. foresee it being more than like two a year, if that maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I, I it depends. Look it. I look at but it more. What would you do if you offered $100 for the, the one of one
2: and three or four people popped in with $100 for that one of one card? <laughs>
1: exactly. That's the problem. Yeah. And, and that's my yeah. dilemma. It's like, I don't uh, I don't want to be a dick and go, sorry, I'm going <laughs> to keep your money, but you don't get a one of one or you all get one mm-hmm. of ones. Um, I think the more important thing is that it's
0: supporting you guys. Like it's it's correct. a donation towards the the sort of uh, reformation of the new WTC site and uh, the mm-hmm. cost. Well let me
1: let me go ahead. I mean I'm I'm very transparent with my shit here. So I I don't I don't the get give a it a
0: bonus. Bonus. The, In my mind, the, the Nash card and whatever card you put out are a bonus, but I think that's it's it's like I'm I'm more so happy to donate.
1: To the fund to get, help you guys get back and, and trust me it's appreciate but i always feel like i should be giving back something yeah, though for that that's,
0: donation, that's, so. that's a nice way but, but you know, uh he, here's here's my um a one here of one could be a problem because who gets the one of one so maybe Correct. you do like uh 10 for example like a, a set of 10. you do a one of one that you hang on to and it could be in the wtc museum and then the next 10 can go out to the crazy collectors like me and chuck that get this stuff but <laughs> i look at it more is that the, the money that i'm spending is like, <laughs> The time it's going to take and the scans and all the work that David's going to have to do. I, I know what it, it takes just through my site, which is a fraction of the work that you guys are going to have to put in, plus the cost and everything else. So if you sort of, and the time that you're spending on these videos. I, all mean, the
1: I, hate, I, I hate to be an ass about it like that, but I don't really care it's like for them myself. I'll, I'll get something signed by Kevin whenever the hell I want to get signed. <laughs> um, uh So my, I, again, I'm very transparent with everything right now. So uh, I can get a year right now because, uh, you know, GoDaddy always gives you uh, the wonderful sales at the beginning. It's like that. After that, there's no more deals. It's just basically uh, um, uh, what they call it, um, renewing every year. So right now it cost me uh, $215.88 to get the package that I need to get WTC running the way I want it to be run, uh, plus an additional $25 a year for a specific email address because I want to have something a little more just – a contact mm-hmm. email that can be funneled to a joint, you know, Gmail account. So we don't have the problem before we lost all of our emails because we don't have that anymore. Um, if I want to do up to five years and get, say, get, I get a better deal, you know, monthly, uh, it's going to be around about almost $800 to do five years of everything. I don't have to worry about it for five years. Which would be freaking awesome because I've been paying for this stuff, 20 bucks a month for since 2002. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where I'm at right now. So uh, if I just do yearly, it's two fifteen eighty-eight, and then after that they go to twenty bucks. So it's hundred forty bucks a year, every year. Plus twenty, uh, then it'll be seventy-one dollars because I get that first year for a deal at twenty-four bucks for the year for the email. After that, it's seventy-one eighty-eight. we can get to the eight hundred, Tony? Huh? You think we can get you to the eight hundred? I don't know. I'd be great, be, but if we, if we get to 800, it, it solves five years of problems. I'm not going to worry about <laughs> any more paying for the, the site. And then just focus on build, rebuilding the site properly. Yeah, that should be the goal. Like if, if, if that's mm-hmm. the magic
0: number, saving 750, that that's what the drive is, then then work back from that. Like, you know, from us, from the guys on, on your forums and the people, you, you sure. know, we We're all going to contribute
1: some more than others. When I called them, I I, I used your website as a a base. When I had had my tech guy from GoDaddy. I said, can you just type in uh, wrestlingpriceguide.com? I I said, that's a WordPress format, if I'm not mistaken. He goes, yes, it is. He checked it out. out." And I go, something like that. Do you have a template that's like that Mm -hmm. that I can use, like that that I can manipulate? So he goes, I think we have something. So I'm definitely going WordPress. Because WTC, as it is right now, was hard-coded by me from scratch.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, WordPress is really using because I can update anything on the site very simply, which is why WordPress is the way. It's, it's just uh, when I first started doing it, before I started using the Yo- – because it's, it's hosted by Yahoo. Um, uh, I just basically opened a notepad, and I put in bracket, HTML, bracket, <laughs> bracket, <laughs> body bracket, and I coded it all from scratch. And then I said, okay, this is my template. Then I put it into their page builder thing. Boom, that was it. And then I had showed David how to use Page Builder, and then that was where it went. So yeah, right now it's like if if we decided, oh, hey, we want to have a link now for the YouTube channel on the site exists right now. He has to go through and space it just right, copy it all that one main page, copy, and then go to every single page and dump it, dump it, dump it, dump. That's it, what dump I'm it. doing
0: now with those <laughs> trying to connect them to the site, and it's dead easy. Yeah. Um, know because with WordPress it's all very visual and the good well even what
1: I do for my greening promotions uh, it's all just the it's GoDaddy's page I mean things have evolved we're talking from two thousand and two three four five you know those page builder tools back then you know now I have one where I can set up a navigation bar and if I change something it changes the whole site. Right exactly and it's easy. Like as I go back and I start
0: taking all those flip throughs I've just recorded and connecting them to the site at that point I can go in and look at some of the prices like we talked about last time some that are a little out of date and get some of them a little more current. But uh, it's just a matter of finding the time to do it. But now that I've recorded all the videos and that's done, that was the hardest part of it. Um, again, Thankfully, because it's on WordPress, you can go in and you yeah. can update this stuff. So if you guys use that as a format, I think it'd be great. It's just a matter of sort of transferring everything over. Once it's sure. there, it's it
1: really easy for David. The, the copy and pasting is going to be easy because mm-hmm. I can literally go through And we already have the whole site backed up. So even if I did lose the site, you know, like it went down for a while, I have yeah. it all. I still have it all. I mean, well, David has it all locally on multiple drives, backed up and then backed up, backed up and then backed up. So it's just all there. And it all is is copy paste, copy paste, copy paste. The problem is all the images will no longer be linked. We have to relink all the images again, re-upload them all to the new server, and then relink them again.
0: That's probably the most time-consuming of what you guys did is those images. Mm-hmm. That's when I did the flip throughs. I realized, yeah, this is a stopgap until Tony and David can get the images up to date. But that's going to take you guys a fuck of time.
1: Yeah, it, it's a <laughs> long time. It's a long time. It really, but the thing is. Everything that exists already is already sized and ready to go. It's just link, 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 yep. no problem. It's going forward, we're going to need guys like Chuckster and Nick and anybody mm-hmm. else who've got images. Like every once in a while, I just – I don't do eBay like I used to. So every once in a while, I do search eBay and I find, oh, my God, it's a one of one and Triple H, you know, autograph. And I, mm-hmm. I got to say that image because I never know when I might need it. I, I right. never know I'm going to see it again. <laughs> Mm-hmm. so we're gonna need stuff like that because i mean that's where we're the completest because my collection when i start because i'm going to be going through and selling most of my collection out i don't need it anymore my collection is wtc yeah. that's it was based off my collection i can see whenever the hell i want um and the thrill of chase is gone i mean yeah. uh, for me it's like unless i'm chasing something actively once i have it cool i got it check it out dude mm-hmm. hey look adam i got my card whatever <laughs> it's just it's it's tough it's mm-hmm. great but then after i like, could sit in the you know oh, yeah it's over there i got it it's that's it. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> just how it is. And so uh, I, it, the images are kind of important. That's the thrill of chasing. I was finding the images when guys like you, uh, you guys have, you know, one of ones or one of tens or stuff like that. You know, when I pulled a uh, semi uh, product, I pulled that uh, one of 10 undertaker autograph card. I had number mm-hmm. one of 10, um, you know, I sold it, but I scanned front and back before I got rid of it. Cause I never know when yeah. I'm going to see it again, <laughs> but it'll be an example of the one of 10. I mean i'm sure i can find one but now if i have the card physically that's the best copy there is right Mm -hmm. so the last few years
2: tops has been releasing so many sets with so many different parallels that i stopped collecting parallels years ago because if i can get the base set i'm good because some sets have uh well my favorite set of all time obviously was that 2010 platinum uh it had like seven parallels i have (sighs) i have like five of the parallels complete almost but that's the last time I stopped collecting Parallels because who, need, who needs that much of the same thing?
1: Even, even those first couple of releases, that first Heritage release when they did the Chrome, they did the Parallels, mm-hmm. and the, you know, mm-hmm. those were kind of a pain in the ass to collect too. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they had
0: Fractors, Super Fractors, Refractors. extractors. You know? mm-hmm. Now Chuck, just on that Platinum set, if, if I, I, I'm, I'm with David Porto, I, I'm, you know, I, I wish Parallels didn't exist, but that yeah, top me too. 2010 Platinum set is the one exception. Because that's yes. the one set where the actual backs were the entire card. So the red set were all red. The greens were all greens. They were actually cool. But the yeah. top heritage, the, the heritage set from 2005, Tony, yeah, that's when it all went downhill for mm-hmm. me. Because here's the base <laughs> set. But then you got the refractor set, the chrome, whatever it was, the superfractor. Mm-hmm. And that's when all of a sudden your 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 cards, the, the number of cards in the set goes through the roof.
1: Now, you don't have You don't really care, Adam, about parallels? Or do you just go after guys you like parallel-wise? Or?
3: Well, you know, for parallels for me, it's just like, I'm a completist and I know I am. So when I was collecting other things like figures and whatnot, I realized that, okay, so when I get every single piece in this set, no one's going to buy it from me because it's going to be (laughs) $12,000. So I figure I I like to get the base. It's fun. I, you know, I like to use my Excel spreadsheet and kind of organize things, you know, unless it's a certain person, I don't, I don't really care about the parallels at all.
1: How do you separate yourself from that? Because it's so hard. That's what gave me that's kind of why i start really collecting and oh i think mm-hmm. insider might be the last that i really kind of went after a little bit mm-hmm. but after that i never because i'm a completist like when mm-hmm. I, those FLIR stuffs came out i had to have everything and i had yeah. everything <laughs> um, <laughs> so it was but it was hard to do
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but now i can't do it there's no way i could do it like i'm more interested mm-hmm. watching seeing like when when chuckster posts something like, or nick posts me on twitter now they show these cool independent cards those are fucking cool to me mm-hmm. i want to
3: go after those kind yeah. of things yeah you know for me to separate it from from my my completest attitude is the fact that if i cannot get it myself physically from buying a pack and i have to search ebay for it i don't want it i, I want to be able to get a couple hobby boxes a few packs here and there complete it you know right now i just for me i just completed the wrestlemania set with just the, the base roster and some of the other cards it was nice it, you know it took a few hobby boxes and some clearance packs, but i feel accomplished and I, don't, I could have gone on eBay and bought them all for too much, but you know this is how I do it. So I felt accomplished, and I did it that way.
1: What do you do with your extras?
3: Uh, they they sit in uh, they sit in boxes, and you know they got they're in Excel spreadsheets. So basically, it's you know I have seven of these or five of these, whatever it is. I use uh, COMC a lot to to sell my cards. I send a lot of stuff to them, and it's it's kind of nice because it's consignment based, and we all understand what that is. And yeah. sometimes I use that money towards you know a. Pull out cards, gift card, or I'll just buy some supplies or I'll just send it back to myself. So, I, you know, I like doing that. I usually send them stuff in 50 packs and they sell pretty quickly.
1: Oh, nice. How about you, Ch- uh, Chuckster? Do you, you sit on all your extras? I have a lot of them. I will
2: sell them if someone's interested in the bases. I'm not, I don't sell them for much because I'm really not in it for mm-hmm. the money. I just want them out there. But I have boxes and boxes and boxes of, of, of singles and sets already put together. I got one guy that's on our, our forums board. His name's Kenny Oz. I think you might've seen his name on there. He's always hit me up, you know, Hey, I need this card to complete a set or that card to complete a set. And I'll send them to him. If he has something I need, he'll send it to me. We really don't even exchange money. We just kind of help out with cards. But um, I have tons of base sets that, you know, anybody's welcome to contact me to see if I have it. If I do, it's just a matter of, you know, a couple dollars, just the, cover postage and get it out and you know I don't but, have a uh, number like I used I, to so have I've been collecting yeah I've been collecting since the early 80s I'm 62 <laughs> and I, I started in retail back in 78 so I had access to to cards to figures to magazines those were my big 3 all wrestling no other sports mm-hmm. just wrestling uh figures got too expensive magazines started fading out after the monday night wars went away So cards seem to be the thing to collect and the easiest to store and just the the, the thrill of the taste was still in the and, and still is sometimes I like to buy one or two boxes just to open it to see what hits I get and then the rest of it whatever I can't find I'll just pick up for next to nothing on eBay but yeah I got tons of stuff clear back to 85.
1: Man, as a card collector, it's sort of no better feeling than just opening up packs.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. When I opened up
1: that, when I opened up that
2: Charlotte Flair one, her first one on a on a Chrome, and of course she had a really nice, smooth, mm-hmm. clean signature, and she put a little heart by it, and yeah, it was just
1: just to open that and yeah. find that. It's like,
2: well, wow, that's pretty cool, you know. I, I, I don't have as all
1: many all singles as I used to have. I don't yeah. have. I I sold them uh, a lot of singles at two thousand at a time. I got a lot
2: from you. I even have that Trish Stratus lead, a dual autograph card I bought. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I have the (laughs) autographed one and the unautographed one. I bought them both from you several years ago.
1: Uh, I sold a, there's a gentleman out of St. Louis that used to, that found me somehow. And uh, he would buy 2,000, exactly 2,000 cards of just random wrestling cards at a time for me. And he, I guess he put them in little, little stacks together in vending machines through all throughout St. Louis areas like that. So he was looking for like, you know, uh, anything, you know, St. Louis teams as well. But he said, I, I think we're going to try the wrestling stuff too. And if you got girls, that'd be good too. I want to try and put that <laughs> in the, uh, and, and so he bought probably, I don't know, 10, 12,000 singles from me over the years like that. And all of a sudden never heard from him again. <laughs> like just won go- an auction on eBay one time,
2: some woman, I guess her, her son had gone away to college and she was cleaning out stuff. And she said, I got all these boxes or all these binders of wrestling cards, best offer gets them. And I got the best offer for like 75 bucks for like a huge box, about three or four binders full. And when I got it, I opened it up. There was an Andre, the giant uh, from the, um, from the David Peck collection. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <there> was- <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just call it the from- David
1: Peck collection. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> 80, yeah. <laughs> from, the, uh, from the
2: wrestling all-stars, there were several cards. There wasn't a Hogan or Flair, but man, there was an Andre and there was, a lot like Moolah there was some of the really really harder to find ones in there and I thought oh my gosh when her her son gets home from college he's gonna be pissed off (laughs) there's some really nice stuff in there
1: yeah I used to collect comics but my mom threw them all away (laughs) (laughs) Adam
0: uh, Adam made an interesting comment about the parallels about Mm -hmm. the fact that you can't sell them you know like if you put together a second degree or third degree as, as, as an aggregate no one's going to pay you 1200 bucks or 1500 bucks for that set sure so really it's a labor of love kind of thing you're doing it because you want to have it or as in the case of the 2010s because they look cool you can do the rainbow sort of fans of the different colors but you know they they, they don't make sense financially you know to mm-hmm. to buy them and hold on to them for a do, you, do you, that you think
1: that parallel singles probably sell better as singles from someone like a husker have who specializes in that kind of stuff
0: Yeah, probably. And it's interesting Mm. that you mentioned Husker Half because he's a guy that uh, I think uh, we haven't mentioned a lot in these videos, but Anthony's been around this business for quite a while. Yep. um, And he knows his stuff, you know, and he might be someone we might want to get on one of these down the way. I have about a ton of stuff for him, but when I did the price guide, he was around then. I knew that he used to deal with the Grimm and this dude knows his stuff, specifically the stuff from Europe and he's found stuff out of Russia and Italy and he's really uh, gone out of his way to sort of, unearthed some of this stuff so uh, i'm pleased that you mentioned anthony um and that's husker husker have and he's one of the few that have been uh, has been consistently retailing just wrestling cards throughout this time
1: yeah yeah he's uh i spoke to him once on the phone years ago and uh he, i was interested in selling out all my singles to him and we just yeah. couldn't come we couldn't come to a deal or i don't remember what the, the process was but i think at the time he might still be he was in alaska that's where yeah. he's I don't know him
0: that well, but I, I just want to make sure that he doesn't feel left out of this conversation. Oh, no, no. We, we've, we've mentioned See, I've dealt with him with for a year.
1: He's been awesome. He's
2: been able to get me everything. His prices are decent. And yeah. he's, I've got a lot of his Russian stuff, too.
0: Have you? Yeah, I haven't yeah. bought a lot from him, but I've, you know, I've, I've realized that he's been there throughout. You know? Oh, yeah. And, and every time I look at his main, I call it his collage of all yeah. this stuff. It's very handy because you can click here, click there. Uh, and he's got more, I think he's got more individual sets than I've listed. Cause I won't do some of these weird things that, that, that he finds, but...
1: Uh, you ever uh, uh, dealt with, uh, Adam, you ever dealt with uh, Husker Have?
3: No, I have not.
1: No. Oh. He's a uh, mm-hmm. long, like I said, these guys said he's a long-time seller. Uh, I think mm-hmm. he collects too, but uh, he's a long-time seller of uh, sp- he specializes in wrestling singles. I don't think he sells complete sets. He just sells singles, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He bought so, a lot like of my Fleer. He cleaned team me team
2: out team. of most of my Fleer. The only thing he didn't get was my Fleer Divas stuff, so I still have extra <laughs> Fleer Divas, but... But he got just about everything else I had. A flare.
1: Yeah, he's he's been around a long time. I I I've never bought from him before, but uh, I was tempted because I, I think I'm still missing one card from that dole you uh, Remember that animotion set, little animotion set. I'm uh, mm-hmm. missing one card. Card number sixteen. That's it. <laughs> that card. That's It's such a hard hard set to put together. I, I might have that. I might I have a bunch of those loose
0: when I was trying when I was doing my flip. Low low, num-
1: low numbers are hard to come by. Anything below ninety is hard to come by.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I've got, I've got a lot of loose pro stuff, not a full set, but you know, I might have a 16
1: in there. i have a look for you. You, uh, you, uh, uh Adam, uh, you collect? Cause I mean, I, I've, I've kind of feel like I know these two guys. So this is my first yeah, time really thanks. meeting you. Uh, so yeah. I keep, I keep going to you. Um, <laughs> that's fine. um so you, you, do you collect any independent stuff at all? Or are you just mainstream, you said, do you, have you ever gone after independent stuff or foreign stuff? I've started to
3: go right now, you know, basically looking at any of the German stuff, you know, the, I've been trying to get all my hands on a lot of that, the older WWF stuff, just because it's just, those cards are just so, I know it sounds stupid, but they're so colorful. They're so yeah. ridiculous out there. I, I think it's think gold or something like that. I like those a lot.
1: You don't have the Merlin gold sets and stuff like that? All those Merlin sets?
3: Yep. Yeah, all the Merlin sets. Those are a lot of fun, you know, and they got, and they for some reason, any time I get them and I get them in sets, they're in great condition. I mean, they're some of them are really gradable cards, and I'm getting them from you know from overseas. Uh one of the fun things, of course, we've always talked about the Monty Gum. Those are those are just so fun. They're, they're ridiculous. Yeah. You know, they're just I, I have one downstairs in my collection that says uh it says Ivan Kolloff and it's Nikolai Volkov and the Sheik in the picture. I'm like, what what is this? what is this? So yeah, it's it's just a lot of fun to have those.
1: Those are funny cards, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very funny cards. Yeah. If I had my collection here, it's like I have a lot of singles from those, those Merlin stuff.
3: Yeah, those are I, great. Those plus, are great.
1: Like you said, when when you find them, like sometimes you either find they're, they're pretty well warped or they're mm-hmm. in perfect condition. And yeah. it's like I'm like, are they still printing these? I mean, what the hell's going on?
3: This yeah. is <laughs> such
1: a good quality.
3: One here, of like, the more unique yeah. sets
2: I found was that uh one from Ireland where they put little word bubbles above the guys and Ooh, had them saying something the wacky yes. the wacky, the wacky set. sets the wacky Yeah, that set. was a, yeah, yeah, I love
1: that. <laughs> that was a hard set to uh, to complete as well and then uh, yeah. I managed to uh, get a whole bunch of singles left over from that but that was a hard set to put together. David didn't have a me. long
2: time to do it but I finally did it.
1: So. Chuck, this one's for you and, and Tony
0: as well. A hard set from recent memory. I don't know if you have this one but I've never been able to get this set is the 2016 NXT. And that was the first set that tops put out online only it didn't make its way to stores they put out a box and the boxes were five cards and one autograph and that's what the boxes were
2: and i did not get it i've seen it online different places yeah. bits and pieces of but i've never seen the whole set, <laughs> the only base Don't set have it. i've
0: never been able to put together like i've got 16 or sorry i've got 17 18 19. yeah me too i've been trying to go back and i'm not a go and put a set together two sets two cards at a time kind of guy and I can't find that set as a whole anywhere. I can't even find lots of that stuff. And you know, like two, three bucks a card. Yeah, you can grab a bunch. But I'm just wondering, Chuck, if you managed to get your hands on it because that's the one I can't can't find.
2: I did not, but I'll look. I'll keep my eyes open when I'm shopping around. If I see one, I'll. Yeah, it.
0: I'm, I'm in the market, obviously, for set for nothing else, just to do the flip through. But that's uh, that's the one that was a glaring omission. Like, how did I miss that set? And uh, and I remember, yeah, because it went on online only. It never made its way into uh, into mm-hmm. stores and such.
1: Man, well, uh, how, how do you guys feel about that? You know, there's so much online stuff that goes on these uh, well, tops one now. One was and,
0: there was one this year with triple H Chuck, you probably have that. Yeah. One. You buy, yes, I, I, did. I, I missed the one. autograph,
2: but I got everything else.
0: Yeah. I got, I, I've got that triple H one. And that was an online only thing as well. And mm-hmm. you do the tops now stuff, which I don't do. Yeah. The tops now stuff gets released for people that don't know usually right after an event and then you, you, you jump on and, and you get a card and they're normally. So Can you get,
1: get, so for someone like me, cause I haven't collected any wrestling cards and like I said, maybe Oh seven. And obviously the periodic stuff that tops, cause I had a connection at tops. I found out he doesn't work there anymore. Now, now he actually works for WWE. Mm. Um, they, uh, they would send me like, a, I, I get a big box from FedEx like that. of just like, you know, undisputed WrestleMania. I mean, all the different things in blister packs and, and, you know, retail boxes, a couple of hobby boxes. But um, other than that, I haven't really collected since '07. So what is this Topps Now stuff? What is this online stuff? How does it work? Are, is, it, is it virtual stuff? Do, do they actually no. send you a card? There's the, there's the slam digital stuff we talked about last time. that
0: not even cards. Mm-hmm. So we won't even go there. They're just pretend, right. you know. I, I'll send you money. You'll send me a JPEG and on my phone. But the Tops Now is, is legitimate cards that they mm-hmm. put out after an event. Um, Chuck should be talking about this because he has them all, and he, in fact, he prices them for
3: me.
1: And you uh, so collect he, those. Is that something you do collect too, Adam, or no?
3: Yeah, I do. Actually, I just picked up, uh, uh, I think, five of the Carrion Cross and the uh, Roman Reigns from the uh, last event. So, from SummerSlam, really. Yeah. Um, so, I thought, I thought that was awesome, the NXT event. I get them all the time. They come in a beautiful little plastic case, and they've got uh, some foam underneath them. They're, they're packed really well. You know, I, sometimes I'll pick up the rookie if it's sitting there. I didn't really need a Dominic Mysterio rookie signature but sure no they're i think they're great and they, i think i can pick up some of the star wars ones that they do
1: i actually well that's they, called the, they'll, they'll that's called the living online. collection right the living collection
3: yeah the living collection i like yeah. those as well
2: yeah the tops now will go online live after a pay-per-view the next uh, mm-hmm. pay view is on a sunday night then on monday morning um they'll pick five or six cards shots from that show and put them online for a couple of days and that's it and people will order once people order, then they shut down the ordering and they'll only print the amount that was ordered. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the, the least, and they've been doing this for what? Four or five years now, Paul? Jesus and um, and <laughs> and the least, the lowest print amount I have seen was been like 29 cards for one because it wasn't a real popular card. And Ronda Rousey's was over 11, 1100 when hers first come out. So if you got all of them, mm-hmm. If anybody put together a full set, me. Uh,
3: <laughs> you,
2: there's only 29 sets out because the lowest print card. Mm-hmm. There's only 29 of it. Okay. So even though there might be hundreds of one, there's only 29 of that one. And realistically, who's putting it all together? Because some people are buying. You the are. more you buy of one card, <laughs> the less they are. So if somebody buys five or six Undertakers, and nothing mm-hmm. else from that set. Yeah, you know if there's who knows if 29 sets really do exist
1: sure i know one set does so so how, how from, a, from a checklist standpoint how would you how would you archive that for someone for a collector would you put them uh based by year would you put as an ongoing like like, like the magazine cards like it's an ongoing if you, series if
2: you'll, if you'll check if you'll check on paul's site I, all of my all of my things except for the last couple of months is on his site and like for every pay-per-view that comes out say WrestleMania of this year I'd put WrestleMania for <laughs> something whatever the date was and list all the cards that was from that set and they're consecutively numbered so once like if WrestleMania is 1 through 5 then SummerSlam would come out and it would be 6 through 10 and so each year they they consecutively number them and at the beginning of each year then they start back at 1 again
1: so there is a uh, so the checklist would be for like 2016, 2017, 2018. Okay, right. so it would be it would be similar mm-hmm. to the magazine cards or the uh, like the gold bond uh, ID yeah. cards things like that. Okay, yeah, exactly. And then they also put out specialty sets. Like
2: he like Paul was talking about the Triple H mm-hmm. card set. Yeah. there it was like his anniversary set. So they released a series of like 25 or 30 cards. I Can't remember what was in it, and it's instead of called tops now they're called tops on demand. And right. it's done from the top side also, but you can only, you can't buy the individual cards. You have to buy the full set of it. So they did a mother's day one here a this past year with all the, all the female wrestlers in it and, that were mothers. And they did one uh, with, uh, I think I had, I think they had an undertaker one if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I know they did a triple H. They, they, they just, and what, and they, they put them up for sale for a couple of days. And then whoever orders them, that's how many sets are available, so it's it's an interesting concept. It's expensive and it it really cuts into my collecting money. But sounds <laughs> but it's like a right.
1: um, uh, a virtual version of the old uh, um, those uh, gold cards from uh, Danbury Mint. <laughs> yeah, I have all those too. <laughs> yes,
2: exactly.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. like we've got a bit of work to do on 2020 because you haven't sent me anything yet this year.
1: I haven't this year at all. Wow. Okay. Well, look well, at uh, <laughs> Paul Paul's throwing the whip out at, 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 at Chuck's already, man. Like, come on, get <laughs> off your ass, man. <laughs> yeah. They're
0: the in this is book. <laughs> stuff because a lot of people come to the site looking for that stuff. And that all comes from Chuck. Like Chuck yeah. is getting all the talks now stuff. He's priced it all for me. He sends me the image. And the best thing, God bless you, is that it's all done in my format. So when he sends it to mm. me, it's real easy to sort of plunk it in and make it fit in like everything else and then it presents itself nicely on the site that's awesome. as if it's just another release. Um, as, as a collector, that's one thing I've never gotten into because I, I don't do one card at a time. Um, I buy sets, whereas I just don't have the patience or the, the money to do the way Chuck has done it. Um, but he's done a fantastic job, and I think Nick has got a good number of them as well. Yeah, um, yeah you know, he two, does. The two of them really have uh, have gotten themselves a nice collection on our tops Now stuff.
1: Well, that's good because we're going to need that information at one point here. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That, that, that's the good news is i have a lot of that done already tony so when you guys are ready it'll just be transferred right over from my site to you guys so,
1: so david had posted up when we talked about it, he said we would list those things like we do with the magazine cards which I i suspected but then he just said uh uh thank god for charles love you buddy <laughs>
2: <laughs> love you too david <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah um yeah, well some interesting stuff here guys i don't want to take a whole lot of you guys time i know everybody has lives here and stuff like that i mean i could sit here and talk mm-hmm. all day but um i'm sure my wife wants to come in here we have some editing to do for some pictures we took yesterday on our little trip so but um yeah we covered some ground here it's like that but i think mm-hmm. i kind of go maybe on a monthly you know have a round table thing maybe we'll uh, hey, thank uh you thank tony before we wrap up sure. um i twittered this and uh, the
0: david arquette movie see it
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah definitely watch a david arquette movie it's fucking fantastic you saw it too
1: already so you saw it how about no, you? oh yeah most guys
0: that. would be given the championship that they didn't deserve and uh, yeah. he went through you know and, and and take the flack for it you know 10 15 years down the line most guys would let it go not this yeah. man
3: you know mm-hmm. yeah and, no great movie great movie he yeah, the I mean, a lot of business
0: he might not not have been all the way there upstairs but man this guy had heart <laughs> <laughs> don't you have to be not all the way up there upstairs to be part of the business uh, i was very yeah. impressed and uh, RJ City is one of the guys from Greektown around the corner at uh, a local yeah. federation it was nice to see him in the movie but uh, mm-hmm. even to any non-wrestling fan um, just a what great was the movie
1: what was the name of the, movie, was it was the, name of the movie?
0: movie it was called You Cannot Kill David Arquette
1: it's brand oh. new it just it just came out like not too long ago. Yeah.
0: ago Chuck. Yeah. it's called You Cannot Kill David Arquette I, I, I got it on Google Play I'm going to mm-hmm. watch it again now because I got it for 48 hours before okay. it runs out. But uh, for any wrestling fan, you got to see it. You know, I was right. like a big Arquette fan, but I thought the movie was just fantastic.
1: So uh, before we go, so Paul, you're out of Toronto. Toronto, Canada. Where are you at, Chuckster? Maryland. Maryland. Maryland and how about you? Yeah. St. Louis. St. Louis. Oh, mm-hmm. maybe you're the guy buying all my singles. Was it no, you? <laughs> no,
3: no, no, I don't know. I moved here seven months ago. I'm from
1: Michigan. Okay. I moved
3: here from Wisconsin. So, yeah, no. <laughs> okay.
1: All right. I'm like, oh, maybe St. Louis. All right. Uh, and I'm in Arizona and uh, was California, but David Porto, my partner, he's uh, he's in Bakersfield, California. So uh, it's just interesting to be able to talk to different people. I'm kind of hoping that eventually one day that it will open up something where I can have someone who's English speaking, but I can talk mm-hmm. to someone from Japan. And there's mm-hmm. a, it's always the mystery stuff like that, like that uh, me posting that Raven card the other day showing it. And you made that post uh, Chuckster uh, really kind of started some t- conversations about, you know, where it came from in these little nights. Yeah. I had no idea where that card came from. To be honest with you. I, I think I got it from Raven himself. I think he gave me that card. I think. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Did you see somebody under
1: my comments section said that he had spoke
2: with Tommy Dreamer about that? Yep. And yeah. And Dreamer had told him that uh, they were released during a
1: tour that they had done of Japan. Mm-hmm. I'd like yep. to know what year. that helps out to uh, you know identify what yeah. year.
2: Yeah, there's nothing on the card. I've looked it over from head to toe with the nothing. magnifying glass.
1: Nothing on nothing. it. There's no year. I, I'd have to say it's somewhere like 96, 97, somewhere in that right? Maybe. Yeah, I
3: can probably find out for you. Tommy Dreamer and I are actually buddies, so I can give him a call.
1: Yeah, that'd be that'd great. Be awesome. It'd be nice yep. to know about those cards. Uh, find out where they just to have like an idea of where the year they came. I mean, then uh, we can kind of build from there.
3: Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, like those a,
2: pictures I posted, that as far as I know, that's all of them. That was a complete nine-card set.
1: Well, someday we're going to have to get some nice, high-quality scans from you, Chester.
2: <laughs> Got it.
1: <laughs> well, guys, I really appreciate your time on this one. Um, I hope we can do it again soon, like monthly. Well, but in the future, I'll have like uh, a topic on hand. It was kind of a free form thing, but definitely we'll I think we're going to have to tap, tackle rookies eventually. I mean, that's going to mm-hmm. be a conversation that seems to be everybody's uh, got an opinion on that. I love to have David Peck on again for that one as well because mm-hmm. he has it. I love his response, though. His response is, you know, fuck yeah. it. Just buy whatever you want. That makes you happy. buy mm-hmm. them all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just buy them all. Yeah. So, I, and I get that, but, uh, you know, people out there who are trying to, you know, pad their uh, their, their listings, like, rookie, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. Shit, I, I did it for my, I had a Beckett uh, 9.5, uh, you know, Stone Cold, uh, you know, from cards I put up there. I put it rookie. Because <laughs> technically, I, I think that is his rookie, to be honest with you. It's a widely released product. So, uh, yeah, we'll have some more conversations about some other topics like that, but just kind of, it's good to get different opinions like that and everything, you know. Uh, we, I think we all kind of collect different things anyways. Well, you guys all collect. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm telling you about it, the next one I'm putting a, posting next Friday. That makes me want to collect again. That guy I talked to, he makes me want to collect again. And mm-hmm. uh, I can't wait to share it with you guys like that. It was a great, it was a great conversation. It was good. The shortest interview I've had so far, I think 25 minutes. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: but uh, it just made me want to collect again. Just I'm looking uh, forward to it, So it's, it's good stuff, man. All right, guys. I right, uh, thanks, really, really appreciate your time, guys. We're going to thanks abruptly you. Nice say it. everybody. Bye. Yeah, nice to see you, Chuck. <laughs> nice to meet All you, everybody. Nice, nice meeting you, you Adam. Too. Thanks, guys. All right, Thank Adam. you. All right. You. We'll talk again soon, guys. All right. Thanks, Tony. Out of here.